And now, here's your host, Alessandra Torrezani. This is a very special episode of Emotional Support because I am here with Emily Bolt, who is not only an actress or an actor, um, another fellow podcaster, I'm like doing the list, a mother, but also <laughs> a friend of mine who I've met through my whole motherhood experience. And so this episode is just gonna be really fun. So if you feel like, hey, I don't know what to expect in this episode, expect to be one of the gals hanging out, listening to some gossip, um, some neighborhood chat, if you will. Um, and just some exciting things about how you have, you being Emily, have dealt with being a mom in the business, working, having jobs, figuring it all out. So Emily, first and foremost, welcome to Emotional Support. Thank Yay. you. Spoiler, have nothing figured out. <laughs> Although I will say you, you, you have more figured out than I would say 99% of the people in my life that I know who, um, and 99% of the people who I don't know who are moms, because you, you, first of all, your daughter is gorgeous and amazing and vibrant and the best personality. She's hilarious. And I've just been so lucky to see her grow up this past year. And I just feel like, yeah, you may not feel like you have it together, but None of us really have it together. And at least you have it together in the sense where you're like, well, I know that I can provide for my child. Like that's something that that yeah. a lot of us are just like, what do we do next? You know, kind of a situation. Yes. So I yeah. want to get into this. How did you, you know, when you were younger, decide like, you know what? I want to be an actress because it is a job that I have to be completely honest. If I didn't start when I was like, nine years old, I would have no idea how to get into it. And I'm in this point right now in my life where I'm in between, you know, um, representation. I'm in between life with SAG going on and the strike going on of, of oh, the boy. unknown. I'm in a complete unknown phase of my life. And I'm just like, how, how does one start? So for those who maybe are inspired and want to become actors or be in this entertainment industry, how did you do it, you know, from all the way in St. Louis? Yeah, for, for the Midwesterners that yeah. <laughs> or people who are not growing up, like, because you grew up out here sure. also. Right. But um sounds like such a dream to me to be like so close because growing up in Missouri, it didn't it didn't I didn't have any um people to look up to that like sure. were actually right. in where the it was like making could, a living yes where it was like oh my gosh this is totally realistic i can grab onto this like it's just a job yes. right right exactly but i also never thought that it wasn't mm. so i'm in i was in a very i still think <laughs> in a very just in my own, like, well, it's just going to happen. You're like a delusional state is really what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm just living in my own world, believing what I want to believe. But correct me if I'm wrong. Your mom was a, was a theater teacher, right? She was. Yes. A, right. So my parents actually met in college doing 
a musical together. So they met doing uh, Godspell. And my... Uh, so my parents met there, um, obviously got married, had kids. So they've all, they're always very in the arts. My dad, but my dad worked at a bank growing up and he's always been a watercolorist. So he's, um, so he's very artistic and and now that's like what he does for the most part. Um, Tim Bolt watercolors. Oh, I love that. Tim Bolt. (laughs) But, um, and my mom, yeah, when I, growing up, my mom was my high school drama teacher. Oh my she gosh, directed... was that cool? Or was it also like, <laughs> mom? <laughs> it was, I mean, it was all I knew. So, yeah. but, um, but so my, I'm the youngest of three girls. So my oldest sister, Sarah, is six years older and she was always, she's an incredible singer. And so wow. she always did the musicals at high school. And like, I grew up seeing my parents do musicals every once in a while. So they would do like community theater. So I knew it was something you could do, but not necessarily for a living. It wasn't like a pipe um, dream that was so out of, out of the world where it's like, all of a sudden your parents are farmers and you're like, I have no idea how to live this dream. And I want to, I want to play Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. Like, how do I make this happen? It's like, you saw like, oh, this is something that there's a passion behind that you can actually work towards a goal to putting on a production, putting on a show. Right. Absolutely. Like growing up, taking dance lessons and being in community theater and just seeing um, my older sister, both of them do musical theater. And of course, I was like, well, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I still yeah. played sports for like, you know, you know, quickly. for fun. But um, yeah, <laughs> not even fun, but whatever. <laughs> I do. Um, but, um, but yeah, having my mom as my my uh, high school director was always, it's funny because people are always like, so did you always get the lead? And I'm right. like, no. Yes, yes. No, I didn't. No. My my oldest sister did though. Oh. So I was always a little like, Ooh. the heck. But her, but then also my oldest sister being, Sarah went to college. So she's six years older, whatever that makes. So I'm still in grade school middle school right and she majored in musical theater wow and went on to like tour and was on broadway so like seeing that i was like oh by the time she was in on broadway i was wow. in college already majoring in right uh in acting getting my bfa you know i i did all the auditions for colleges and for financial reasons uh ended up going to missouri state and my first year, like, I so didn't want to go there mm. and was like, I'm this so I don't know what I'm going to do. Right, like, right. But a state school is was, was, was great option. Look, I mean, it's yeah. it's great. I mean, it worked out because so then um, so then I did have to because I didn't even know that they like had a program. Sure. So then during my first year auditioned and then graduated in the three years from with my BFA and went on from there. <laughs> and then did you come to L.A.? Were you like, L.A. is the place for me? Or did you go to New York first? Well, actually, the first year after graduating, for a year, I was on tour with a children's theater. Wait, that's so cool. Then, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was wild. Now, thinking back on it, right. like, explaining what it is, is 
insane. It's called Missoula's Children's Theater. It's based out of Missoula, Montana. We So I went to Missoula, Montana right after graduating college, trained for two weeks uh-huh. with like a bunch of people. And then me and my partner, Lauren, we went on tour and it was just the two of us. It was a Ford F-150 truck. And in the truck, we had the lights no. set, co- costumes, no. props, our luggage, everything you need for like a full production musical. And so we would go to a different town each week. We would get there. We would like drive over, drive on like Saturday, Sunday. Mondays, we would have auditions at like the community theater or the or a school. And a lot of times it was like a town of like no one. But then sometimes like hundreds of kids would come. So we would audition and cast 60 kids in this. We did Jack and the Beanstalk. And we would have like maybe four hours of rehearsal after school in Uh like different chunks for the kids. And then on Friday or Saturday, we'd put on the show. And then you would go to the next town? That's crazy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And who was in charge of all of this? Like, like us. Me, me and my partner. But but did you guys start the the did you start it? The the this Oh no, it's the company's called Missoula Children's Theater. So they so just they do have the, like wow. a whole base. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I always want to okay, JK Simmons. Okay. Simmons? Simmons. Simmons. Yes. Yes. He uh he actually did it. And there's like a documentary about it, which is really actually amazing. I think it's called The Little Red Truck. Um, oh my god! Yeah, I so it's been around this. for a long time. What a brilliant uh, idea, though, to bring. <laughs> but it's so cool to bring creativity, really to bring the theater to places that a maybe have never, you know, experienced that before, or b yeah. maybe there is that one kid that it's like this is going to change my entire life and how, yeah. and their whole like you know maybe they were gonna go and I don't know. Work in the farm. I'm I'm all about the farm right now. Yeah, I really yeah, want a farm right. life, so I'm like pushing the farm. No, but I mean, maybe they were going to have a normal like nine to five job and then they're inspired yeah. by you. I mean, that's really, really, really yeah. cool. Yeah, and they would look forward to it every year because they would come every year. And yeah, it was. A cool oh, thing. my gosh. And so then when yeah. you saw your sister on Broadway, was there ever a part of you that wanted to be on Broadway like her? Or did you know, wow, I don't have the singing pipes that she has? Or or also, Definitely. I have a lot of friends that are on Broadway and the respect that I have for Broadway actors Beyond. or the crew in general, but it is just the hours and the grueling energy and you have no life. I don't know how people have families. Like... Was yeah, there a part of you wild. that was wanting to be a part of that or you were like, nope, this isn't for me? You know, honestly, honestly, growing up, I think before wanting to be an actor, I wanted uh, wanted to be a singer songwriter. I, mm. um, I, I am a singer and um, I mean, I taught myself to play the guitar. So I would do like open mic nights cool. and things like that. And like loved that but I don't have yeah I don't I'm not a belter I don't have right. like a broad way so I think my voice my voice would like it wouldn't it's not I the proper fit last. right it's not <laughs> yeah. the proper fit it's not the proper fit yeah I was like oh man once saw went and saw Taylor Swift and part of me was like just heartbroken for myself because I was like god I want I, sh- I could have 
I could have been Taylor Swift. Oh. Right, 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 right. And no, I know we, we, I feel like, you know, it's so funny. My mom always talks about it. My mom always wanted to be a rock star. That's what she always wanted to be. Mm. She always wanted to be in a rock band and she wanted to be on a stage in a rock star. Didn't have the singing yes. vocals for it. Didn't play instruments. But like that was something that <laughs> she like in her heart was like in a past life. I must have lived this life because like I yeah. know I have such a, a like I'm so drawn to it, you know. Um, and for me, I'm not have no desire to be a singer but I have a desire being a mm -hmm. dancer to be on stage and perform so I'm like oh, well yeah. I feel like that that Broadway is not that far off in the sense where it's like mm -hmm. if you become really famous you kind of can get away with being right. on Broadway even if you're not like a great singer so there's that right like there's that I moment. know that's what I'm hoping for that that's what the fingers no, are crossed okay. for um yes, so that that's exactly. what I've always laughed about where I'm like oh my god like that's that's a dream I just have to get really famous so then people don't really care what my voice is like that they're going right. just to see me so that that that's the goal that I'll put out there when you came to LA were you like how do I get an how do I get an agent um kind of so so I did go so after being on tour then I did go straight to New York oh cool because my sister was there so was I was easy. like I was kind of between LA or New York but I was like well my sister is in New York I'll yeah in New York um so I was there uh and I love New York yeah. and I miss like all my slumber parties with my sister we didn't live together but um but I was only there for a year and a half. Wow. But still it's a wild. great time. It's a great amount of time. It was it was so great. And um day day job working, like I had my I was nannying and hostessing. Yep. But um I was going out on like open calls and like yeah. didn't really know like what, what, what I do. was yeah. doing. And I was like auditioning for like musicals with I there was I should not. Right, right, been. right. <laughs> like looking back, I was like, what was yeah, I did that? Right. How was I not embarrassed? <laughs> but, you know, but we do what we do. But um, but so I think it was like mm, September-ish, and I decided I reached out to my friends who were out here, a couple of my um close guy friends who were in my BFA program. I was like, Hey, what's it like out there? And like, yeah. what's what's the vibe? How's it yeah. going? And one of them who he was actually like, well, also, what's New York like? So we wow. just swapped apartments for oh a month. Oh my gosh, how fun! So he, yeah. So I was like, well, this works out. So then I came out here. What and a dream! Up, that does not happen. It really worked out. <laughs> also, his uh, if you're. <laughs> gonna swap apartments with a boy um Make sure it's clean lay down some stuff <laughs> yeah there was just like a mattress on the floor in the corner i was like oh god oh my god whereas my room was just gorgeous like, yeah it had furniture yeah uh it wasn't my furniture but it, but had it was it. furniture um <laughs> yeah but um so being here for a month i just hustled a lot more right than i did in new york just because I was like, I don't really have anybody out here. So I was just like going, going, going. And I was like, okay, I guess if I'm trying more sure. out here, then I guess I should be out here. Be out here. So then I just like went back to New York, finished up uh, October in New York. And then, and then I moved back to St. Louis for like 10 months to save up, get a car, and then move and then 
drove wow. it out here. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. How fun. And did you know anyone when you were out here other than the few people from your program? I knew. Um, so I moved in with a couple girls who went to Missouri State also. Oh, that's um, nice. I, I really yeah. would recommend that for anyone. Like if you did go to a college or even in high school or something, if mm -hmm. there's people that are in a place that you want to be, that's what you should do yeah. is, is reach out. <laughs> yeah. Reach out because you know what? It's like a built in friendship. Even if you don't get along with them, like for a long period of time, at least it's like mm -hmm. a home base. Yeah. Yeah. So I shared room, I shared a room with my friend Addie and I was on an air mattress for like two months in Venice. And Fun. then she, and she was like, I'm out of here. She was like, forget it. Yeah. I'm going to, so she skedaddled. And then like, so then I moved into a house in Sherman Oaks with people I didn't know and then eventually met my now husband yeah. and we moved in together. How did you guys find each other? We so the a girl that I trained with at Missoula Children's Theater uh -huh. in Missoula. So I trained with her for 2 weeks, never saw her again. Uh, because you know we hey, don't that's what you tour did. together. Right. We just trained, and like I guess we were Facebook, we were Facebook friends sure. or whatever. And so once I moved out here, she was like, "Hey, I am." She was from Orange County, mm -hmm. and so she she reached out and was like, "Hey, I'm doing a um a web series about like two girlfriends and dating, and do you want to be the other girl?" And I was like, "Duh!" Right. And so. So I went and met with her and the crew and everyone, and uh, Preston was there. He was doing the wow. uh, the camera work, and then he also like kind of played my like bad boyfriend. Oh, in it. and of course, <laughs> and of course, I was asking my friend because you know. He's a good looking guy, yeah. and I was like, and we hit it off right away. Yeah, like. We went out to eat with with everyone in the show, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I hope he, there's, a, I hope he saves a seat for me because I don't want to sit next oh. to anybody else." And then he did, and so, um, but then of course I'm asking my friends like, "Okay, but what's wrong with him? Why?" She was like, "Nothing. He's great. Oh, he does still live with his mom." No, and I was like that, and I was like, That's "Got it, problem. got it." And I was like, like, "That's not a, not not a deal breaker." So then. So we met, I guess, the end of August or September or something like that. And then our first date was end of October. And then he he's a, you know, well, back then he was just focusing on screenwriting. Right. And so he was like, well, I want to move to L.A. anyway. So December had already moved up here. I was like, don't move for me. <laughs> but he did. Oh, but and then the rest is history. Then we moved in a year later, and wow. yeah, and now you have a baby. And now we have a baby. Yesterday, one of the, my like phone was like three years ago today, and it was us eating pizza on the floor in our living room because we didn't have wow. furniture yet, oh. and it was like we had just moved into this place, and I was like three years ago, and I was like how how the world I know how I've changed. No, like, that is. No, truly, Wild. I mean, change is 
is inevitable. I know that, but it seems to go so much faster. And, you know, I used to be so annoyed when I met people and they're like, oh my God, you know, you have a newborn. Oh my God, enjoy it. It goes by so fast. Like, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Like, I hated people (laughs) would say that to me because I'm like, let me enjoy my moment. You know, let me enjoy my shine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then um, I feel like now I caught myself yesterday. We went and got dinner and there was a woman who had a one-month-old and she was holding this one-month-old at dinner and she was out with her girlfriends and they were so cute. They were having a good time. And and she was like, oh my God, how old is your baby? Everyone always thinks that lady's like six months old. And I'm like, oh, no, she's, she's so 14 t- months old. I know she's so tiny and she literally looks like a little doll and she doesn't have like she long does. hair, or, you know, or anything. And I'm like, yeah, no, she's, they're like, oh, she's six months. <laughs> yeah, she's 14. And I put her down and she like runs, you know, and people are like, whoa, yeah. that's so crazy. I'm like, is it? Like, I don't know. Like, she just looks small. Um, it's funny because <laughs> now I'm just going to sidetrack on to Lady yeah. because she's so cute. She's, she's literally like a tiny. Yes, yeah, that's not so like, crazy. She's just a small She's human. just small. So like, she's just wild. like a doll that you like pick up and you're like, boop. There you go, plop yeah. right there. So this woman was so cute. She was like, oh, my God, you know, um, I, 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 you know, this is so fun. I can't wait till, you know, he gets that age. And I said, you, and I caught myself because I was like, I was going to be like, oh, it goes by fast. And I stopped myself because I was like, that's the fucking worst advice. But I said, what I did say to her is I said, always bring your baby out with you. Always bring your baby to dinners, to out with your friends, like with your husband. Like, don't stop your life. I said, this makes me so happy. She's like, oh, I know this is his first, like, dinner with the gals. Like, it was so cute. It was like a very sex in the city situation, and they were out. And I said, just keep doing that because, honestly, it'll make your baby more adaptable. It'll be more fun and more enjoyable. And you'll remember these moments so much more with your friends that you have. Like I remember moments that I have with my friends so much clearer because I remember when lady was there, then this happened, you know? So I, that, that was, that's my, uh, my, uh, advice that I'm going to just say right now. Well, and I'll say that is something like I so admire about you because (laughs) that I just drag her along with me. Like, no, it, yes, it's amazing because I get uh, in the car. We're going shopping. Yeah, I'm like, I'll be like, oh, I don't have enough time, or she's gonna have to nap, and blah blah. blah. And it's like, no, we have to remember that they, you know, within reason. But it's like within they reason, are yes. adaptable. It's yes. like they can adjust to us. Like yeah. we don't have to change our entire lives around our babies. Obviously, your life is going to change. Well, and obviously but- you there are babies that that thrive in that situation, like lady, like she yeah. thrives in that world and some babies need super structure, need to be bed early, like need that stuff. So it's not for everyone. Yeah. I I wanted to say something that you posted yesterday or maybe it came up on my algorithm yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this is such great advice." Um, for people in general. Um, but you were talking about how you and your husband 
took the baby to the pool and you guys forgot um, like the water diapers or towels or a change of clothes mm-hmm. or something. All of it. And how, and sunscreen and that you had to turn around and like go home and that, you know, there's this thing called mom guilt, right? Where you always feel like, oh my God, I, I forgot this. I for-, and Constantly. I feel it all day long. Yeah. So don't worry. I'm always. right there with you. Yeah. Um, but how there's not like dad guilt. Like why is dad yeah. not upset yeah. about it? But what I found from watching that video, and I watched it a couple of times because it was like, I was like, hmm, you know, what is, what's hitting me that this video is really like, like triggering something inside me is I feel like it happens with everyone, whether you have a kid or not, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person, I lose my keys three times a day. I always forget something at home. I, and, and especially when it came to being on set, like I always get to set early or I always get to auditions early, but without a doubt, I always forget something, right? That's just like how (laughs) I am. And I feel like it's all about forgiveness and whether it be with the mom guilt, dad guilt, your own guilt of like, why am I not, why am I not organized enough as a person? Why didn't I do that? And, And what I find, what I would like to share with you is Take that breath, and to anyone who's listening, it's about taking that breath and going, okay, you know what? I fucked up today. It's okay because we're alive, we're healthy, we are here on this earth. We're gonna, we, let's laugh about it. And maybe there's a reason why we weren't supposed to go to the pool today. Maybe there's a reason yeah. why, you know? And I'm not saying like, oh, it's like God, but I mean, it was too hot. You know what I mean? Maybe someone would have gotten overheated and then there would have been a bigger problem. Maybe there would have been a summer. You know, there's always a sequence of events. But I think Mm -hmm. that it was just so nice because I I love when you post these things. You, You have such a strong TikTok in the sense where, and a social media presence of like, saying these real life situations that happen to you and like relatable things and everything you post. 99.9% 99.9% of the time, I'm like, I'm right there with you, girl. I get you. I hear you, you know? That's good. And everyone can <laughs> hear you and everyone can understand. But I think it's beyond just the parent thing. And I think, you know, for our mental health and our mental well-being, whether we're parents or whether we're single or whether we are dog parents or cat parents or pig parents, you know, getting back to a farm, <laughs> um, yeah. whatever you may be, it's about forgiveness, taking that moment, taking that breath. Something that we do in in our music class that we're in together, which is the highlight of my week, is our teacher has a sound bath that she brings out. And it's so interesting because every week I feel like the kids have a different reaction in the sense where one kid will like get that moment and be like, oh my God, this is like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Or another kid will be like, Bleh! And like go crazy to it and like love it, but like be like, Bleh, yeah. you know? Um, and then something that I learned that Lady started doing, because she started not only copying our teacher, but one of the other mom's daughters um, is she now takes big breaths, right? And so, and, and it's so important to regulate our nervous system. And whenever, and yesterday I was pushing her on the way to dinner and in the stroller and she just started taking these deep breaths out of nowhere. Not prompted, nothing, there was nothing around us, nothing. And I thought, oh, she's te- she, there's something in her that she needs to regulate her emotions and she's yeah. doing the breathing. And I was like, this is crazy that this is happening right now. 
And so I started breathing. Well, and then you wonder, like, why? And you, right. I was like, why? We're out in nature. Yeah, it's amazing. But we were in nature. I was like, maybe she's seeing the birds. Maybe she's feeling the trees Bring because it. everything is alive. Maybe she's getting ready for dinner, for being she's around She's getting ready people. for dinner, maybe for being around people. <laughs> exactly. You but don't yeah. know. But then when she started doing it, I started doing it. I was like, okay, all right, ladies, let's take some deep breaths. So I was like, okay, lady, let's breathe. <gasps> and we started doing it. And I was like, you know what? This is just a reminder that we need to just stop and we need to breathe and we need to take yeah. moments of pause and realize that not everything is going to be perfect. We're not going to always have the things that we need in the diaper bag. So if this happens to you again, have her go make it in the pool. Ask some other parent at the pool, because I guarantee you someone else has SPF for SPF. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> she goes naked in the car ride at home. We were born naked, and that's it. Yeah, like, go with she's it. fine. You know? Well, and that's the thing that, like, well, and that was one of the reasons why I shared it and like something else. And I love, uh, and I want to thank you for sharing it because it was oh, so, yeah. it was a moment where I've been through all the time and it it taught me to like reflect and like be like, wait a second, not everything has to be perfect. Yeah. Well, and that's, and part of it was just like, why am I having such a visceral yeah, reaction right. to this? Like, I know I need to take a breath. I'm like, I don't want to be... This is stupid for me to be just mad at myself. Sure. I also don't want to be mad at Preston for whatever. Why you do it? Right, right, right. Yeah. So I didn't want it to be like, yeah, well, it's not just my fault. You know, you yep. could have packed the bag. But I did have that moment because I knew that that's where it was going. That I was like, I know I'm feeling this way. Sure. I'm feeling badly. And then I'm uh, yeah. deflecting it whatever putting it on him right and then I was like well I don't want to do that so I just told him like I posted I was like I just I was like I just I just want to say the situation that's happening that I feel bad but I feel like you're apologizing to our daughter on my behalf and he's like no I'm not he was like yeah we definitely could have both right done he's like it's not on you it's not on me it's not that big of a deal like but isn't it interesting <laughs> how how as moms and I and I you know I don't even think that it's just moms I just think it's it's maybe our personalities also mm -hmm. you know because I know a lot of moms who will be like man whatever like and just move on and like it's not even facing them right like it doesn't yeah. face them but it's interesting how I find this all the time in my relationship it's one of my biggest issues and, and not just with, with Sturgis, with other people in my life where I'm constantly convinced, and maybe it's like childhood trauma of like being bullied or something, but like mm -hmm. I'm constantly convinced that the, uh, the blame is always on me or I, I wouldn't even say the blame is on, always on me. That's not the right thing. That it's like I'm being judged. The judgment is always mm -hmm. on me, right? Yeah. Um, I always felt very insecure, you know, going out at night. Like, I, at first, I'm like, I look I look hot. I look amazing. Like, I go for it. But, like, I always was sure that something was on my butt, that I had, like, a, a stain every time I went out. And so my friends would always laugh with me. They're like, 
Al, nothing's on the butt. Nothing's on the butt. Like my best friend, Jenna, she would always check because I was like so convinced. I was like, oh my God, there's something there. Like something's, because I would be like, if someone's looking at me, it must be because there's something there. Like there's something on my face or whatever. Interesting. And so it's interesting that you talk about with, with Preston on how you were like, I just feel like he's judging me and he's being like, it's your fault. Because mm-hmm. I feel that way if something happens, right? If, for instance, lady like loves to run at full speed and sometimes she'll like crash and fall and I'll be like oh my god oh my god you know and I'll look at Sturgis and he'll look at me like so scared right like oh my god is she okay but I take it as is he judging me that it's my fault that I let her wear those socks she was on your and that's why she was slippering you know so you're not alone in that feeling Mm -hmm. and you're and and I feel that way with moms with my husband with other people in general like you, even with family, you know what I mean? Like I'll be around family and lady won't want to eat something or she'll like throw something because she'll be like, no, I don't want this. And I feel sure. like judgment from everyone being like, you're a terrible mom that you didn't teach her how to eat correctly. You know what I mean? And oh. you're like, and and that happens all the time yeah. in my life, In I'm sure in your life as you're expressing and in everyone's lives, especially moms, and it's, once again, it's that thing, like, we need to just, like, be, like, forgiveness. And the more open you are and the more you talk about these things, I'm, like, watching being, like, yes, 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 that's true. <laughs> and yeah. I know that other people are going to pick up on that and be, like, yes. So, yes, Emily. Like, <laughs> we are here well, for and you. And I I think everyone, regardless of trauma no trauma if you got a perfect life like because nobody does I think everybody should be in therapy and I have said recently though because of that situation and then another situation I was like ooh, because my uh, my therapist moved and so I was oh, like no okay I think I need to find a new one sure it's it's time to find one because even something like yesterday I- I'm the one who gets up with May. 90% of the time. I'm a morning person. It's fine. Preston usually sleeps or I mean, he's usually up later. He's working later. All of that. He gets up 645 or something and does breakfast, blah, blah, blah. Me sleeping in was until like eight or eight thirty. So I come out. It's eight thirty, I guess. And he's like, OK, I'm going to take a nap. And I lost my mind. I knew I was having a horrible reaction so yeah. I was like I didn't <laughs> quite sure. quite act on it he might disagree but I was like I was fuming I was like this I was like no this isn't fair you don't get to go back to sleep yeah. like when I wake up I don't go back I don't take naps and I was like you're gonna still complain about being tired it was a whole thing and I was like Ooh, I need to get back in therapy because mm. I am having a, a visceral reaction yeah. to this situation. Right. And and I'll do that where it's like I get like I react like very yeah. quickly. And so I was like, okay. But that's the Gemini in Something's, you. Yeah, right. <laughs> the triple Gemini in me. Yeah. So I was like, mm, yeah, time to get back in to that therapy let's figure all that out yeah it's I think it's so funny how we find these moments where it's like oh my gosh ooh, this doesn't feel like the real me and this feels like someone that needs to talk through something or needs to like go out and just take a deep breath or meditate I, I don't know if it's just me because I you know have 
nannied for a bajillion years, sure. which also went out the window as soon as I had a baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do you find it hard to not um, micromanage? Uh, Sturgis. I micromanage all day long, and anybody. like okay. that's life. I don't <laughs> like you deal with. I'm it. always like, am I? Oh, I at this. But... Oh no, 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 I'm a I'm but see, I'm also a control freak just in general. Like when it came to before having a baby, where like to the point where like I don't like getting out of control with drinking. I don't like getting out of control. Mm-hmm. That's why I never did drugs because I was so afraid of being out of control. Um, and yeah. so we always laugh like if if we have a dinner or something, right? I'm like we have to be out the door. We always get places 30 minutes early, right? Because that's just, it's better to be early than, because being early is on time and being on time is late, you know? Right. And Sturgis doesn't follow that mod, that that model, mm. you know? Um, so it's very, very tricky for us. So we always, he always laughs. He says, we got to put in the matrix what time we're leaving for Alessandra's matrix, like for her brain. Like, because that's just, I, I think mathematically and I have to like go by numbers. Um, so it's very tricky. So no, you're not the only one in the micromanaging. Like it definitely, <laughs> definitely happens. Well, and then, I mean, once you have a baby also, you have to like add on, at least 20, because if I'm like, okay, we need to be out the door at 1230. Yes. It's like, okay, so I'm going to say 12. Yes, because honestly, you need <laughs> so the extra time with the kid and, and, it, and more as they get older. But also, I've also learned to be, um, and it's been very, very hard for me, but I've also learned just to say, fuck it. You know, whatever time we get there, we get there. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I have a child. I'm trying to make sure, I, I don't want to, I don't want to rush my child to then get in a car, to then be rushed in a car, to then, God forbid, knock on wood, something happened in a car accident or something, you know? Yeah. So, like, I also have been like, fuck it. You know, if we don't leave super early and and it it doesn't happen, then yeah. that's it. Like, go with the universe. Yeah, because you don't want the whole, like, get ready. Go. We're, we're trying to go somewhere no. fun. No. And I also don't want, I don't want ladies stressed about it. So that's why no. I, something that I do a lot of the time is if I feel like maybe Sturgis is still working or something and, and I need to get somewhere and I'm like, I'm going to be less stressed if I get there first, you know what I mean? And early mm-hmm. instead of rushing him and rushing the whole family, like lady and I will maybe go for a walk or go there a little bit earlier and then he'll meet me yeah. or Hey, you know what? You don't have to come to Disneyland for the 30 millionth time this year. You know, stay at home. We're going to leave at like 6 a.m. and go early. You know what I mean? So I think that that happens a lot where it's just about giving grace, right? Like we said earlier and about breathing and just going, you know what? It's not going to be perfect. It's okay. You know, that that's life. How is it, you know, for moms or, you know, dads or parents out there just in general, or people, you know, you are someone that has so many beautiful, beautiful jobs in your life that you do and you work with children. Well, no, but you work with children and you do an amazing job with it. And you, I mean, point blank, we have people in our class that their kids have taken your class. And when you are not around, let me tell you, they are like, Emily is magic. And she has brought Aww. like my child out of their shell. So, I mean, <laughs> you, so you do this. How do you find, not even the time, but the energy 
to be a present wife, a present mom, a present teacher, and a present person for yourself? Ooh, um, I, I, I'm not at all, all of them at the same time. Right. That's the thing. I don't like the term balance because it makes it seem like everything needs to be even. So I'm not present in every aspect of those at the same time. Sure. And so, so, so that helps. Um, Yeah. But honesty. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not great at all of it all the time (laughs) or just hopefully any of the time. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. But I, you know, I will say um, for teaching, for my day job where I make my income, I, I have really lucked out Mm. since May has come along because I used to, I would, I would work at a preschool all day. Then I would go nanny. Then I would like work out or whatever. Like I, looking back, I'm like, how did I do all of this? And I have lucked out that I've figured out a way to no longer really no longer nannying except for like one close friend and to be honest I my new schedule that is like just coming to uh to be uh starting like the next couple weeks is I'm only actually working like 15 hours a week great and making it making it work like my day job stuff and making that work financially this was not your question but um but he does audiobooks so I have to have less time being out of the house so then he can work record so I think we're finally you know she's 14 almost 15 months now that like now I think think we're going to have a schedule (laughs) between the two of us work-wise that we're both going to get enough work done both working honestly I mean god I feel like an asshole even saying like I'm only working 15 hours a week but to be able to like I'm so grateful like that's insane I mean that's incredible because I don't know how people do nine to five and have Kids. No, I I, I don't I don't wild. understand it, and it's 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 I'm so blessed that I have been able to through the SAG strike, like through everything that's going on right now, been able to yeah. have a job of having a podcast. Like that's why yes. you know for those who are listening, you know reviews are really important. Listening is really important. Mm-hmm. Subscribing, sharing, um, you know, because this is my in quote unquote job at the moment. Um, yeah. you know, and I am so lucky that I have a partner that is not in the business <laughs> and <laughs> is not dealing with this. Um, because I have yeah. so many friends who have both in the business right now and our parents, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just scary times, right? It's very scary. So I, it's, yeah. it's really we are we're so lucky and. 
It's yeah. great. And what a great time and what a fun age right now is. I mean, mm -hmm. it's all been great, but I, it's kind of really a fun age of seeing the discovery of um, words and singing and movement. So, and yeah. so it's, it's really special that this is happening at this time for you, too. It's not just yeah. the, as they call it, which I never felt this was right like the blob stage I was like they're not blobs you know but people are like people were like people were like oh she's just a blob right now I'm like no she's not like she's a fucking human being but, I think okay. but you know yeah the stage I, I get the that newborn, people in where it's really yeah, hectic exactly. and it's overwhelming and it's like you're not getting anything back from them so you're like are you getting what I'm giving like yeah. are you understanding are you loving me am I your mother yeah. you know um you know that What's whole experience happening? like what is happening you know so I think that yeah. this is a really special stage for you but I want to talk about Mommywood the podcast this has been such an amazing podcast. I've learned so much from different moms that you've had on who are in the business um, and who are struggling like us to do everything all at once and still be the perfect mom. Can you let everyone know what Mommy Wood is about? Yeah, so, you know, as an actor, you know, as a woman, I just kind of, it's being a mom isn't something I was like, dreamed of and always wanted I mean I guess I just kind of always thought I would have assumed it. I would yeah. have a kid I don't think I would want to not have a kid right. <laughs> so I think but um but being an actor it was like oh well how am I gonna do that where's the time because yeah it's like well where's where's the time where's the money I'm not gonna be like the fear of like not being able to audition or not be able to book something like work because I'm pregnant or because I have a baby sure. or all of the fears and then just being like, well, I was I was 34 when I was like, all right, I mean, we want a kid. I guess I got to do gotta this. Do yeah. Like I can't you can't like put your life on hold forever. So I yeah. was like. Well, let's try. We'll see what happens. And we were very lucky. It was wham bam. Wham bam. First thank time. you, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so we were like, oh, well, there we go. And then I was just like, uh, ah, how are people doing this? And like, I had so many questions for so, for everyone. Yeah. Being like, okay, so what are you doing? How are you self-taping? Are you taking time off? What did sure. your agent say? What is sure. so all of these questions that I was like, can I just ask people and and yeah. I'll just put it on a podcast because I can't be the only one who has these. You questions. are not the only and, one. And then I was like, well, and hopefully, hopefully, somebody <laughs> can find a sense of community with me asking these questions and, and totally getting the answers that are not like perfect it's yes. like everyone and people being in different phases of their career and yes. their life and ages and financial stability yes um which is always one of my like main questions I'm like I wish it wasn't uh rude to just ask people how much how they much got paid do you stuff. make <laughs> excuse me when your baby was born exactly how much money was in the bank because it's like everyone you make it work and yeah so mommy wood is just a place for people to come and hopefully 
feel community hopefully uh you know get some <laughs> questions answered and have some hopefully, laughs yeah you know have some laughs and then and even for people who don't have kids who might think of having kids it's I would hope it would alleviate some fear yes because yes at the end of the day pretty much everybody I've talked to has been like no I just kept auditioning my agents were fine and had a baby then worked while I was pregnant and worked after I had the baby and it's like it's like, like oh, you were saying, it's like you still live. Listen, I still live my life. You know, it's so funny talking about like resilience, right? And like being being wow. a person uh, in the industry and being pregnant. I found a video uh, of a self tape that I did. I was like going through looking at old pictures of, of lady and stuff. And I found a video and I put myself on tape for an audition 10 days postpartum. And right after that was when I had um, severe complications of the bleeding wouldn't stop. And then I had to go check myself into the hospital. And and Mm -hmm. it was it was that weekend um, that I put myself on tape and then everything happened. And I thought, you know, yeah, it's resilience. Like when you want a career so badly and you want to have a baby and you want to do it, you do it and you figure it out. Now, do I recommend what I did by putting myself on tape 10 days postpartum when you're bleeding and then are checked into a hospital for unknown complications? Like, no. Um, but, but you know, I, I never say that I regret things, but I'm upset with myself that I didn't just stay in the present and and listen to my behavior now, you know, or the things that I say now. But I think that there is a will and there's a way and people figure it out all over the world. Everyone has babies, whether it's the lowest income or the highest income. And it's all about community and finding people. And I was so lucky to find you on a walk um, and create this friendship (laughs) yes and we have the best meet cute and we have these adorable little girls that are going to grow up together which is so fun oh they're gonna be they're gonna be wild to reckon with (laughs) terrors they're gonna be like terrorizing the neighborhood in the best way possible they're gonna be like they're the most we have really fun kids i'll just say that our music class has who run the world Girls. Yeah, yeah. I'll say our music class has the best kids in the entire world. They are so fun. Like Ooh, it's a good yes. time. Emily, I'm gonna ask you my final question. What is your emotional support? So many things. Yeah. Definitely, um, well, I would say therapy, but I gotta get back in there. <laughs> um <laughs> whoops. I think I think my husband, mm-hmm. I think Preston, and I think the support and people around me yeah like like having like having you having music to go to having people I can reach out to and I I and I will say it is work to have that to have those to have people. people yeah because we aren't given this village that people say comes with you know becoming a mother it's like it's not it's not a given Mm -hmm. so I think we definitely have to work and put yourself out there and ask people on the street for their phone number (laughs) 
Honestly, can I say that if you take anything from this podcast, take the fact that Emily and I literally were walking our babies. They were fresh out the womb, like fresh, mm-hmm. fresh, fresh. And we ran into each other on a walk. How old's your baby? How old's your baby? And then we went back around the block and Emily asked for my number. And I'm so happy you did because I was going to ask for your number if we saw you a second time. And I was like, oh, I'm sure we'll see them again. Um, but honestly, I think that for new moms everywhere, um, or even people who move to a new city, you know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and say, hey, I'm new here. I don't know if you're looking for friends or support or anything, but um, if you ever want to go for a walk, I'm always around, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And And then follow up. And follow up. And keep following up. I'm the annoying one who will just keep texting until we plans. (laughs) And we did. We planned and we started a music class and it was like the coolest thing ever. And it was the best experience. Emily, how can everyone find you? On TikTok and Instagram, I am Mommywood Podcast. Love. And then you can listen to Mommywood Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Woo! 